Welcome back to another episode of Carcosa Online, the Pathfinder edition. We are in the heat of battle. We are facing off against the first sub-boss, the Chimera. But before we dive back into this battle, let's go ahead and go around the table and introduce ourselves. I will be your GM for the evening. My name is Lucas. My pronouns are he, him. Marquise. Hi, everybody. I'm Marquise, sometimes known as Body Time Online. He, him. Uh, and I am playing the Catboy Magus, Akihiko, also he, him. Aubrey. Hello, I am Aubrey. You can usually find me online at Mad Queen Cosplay, and I play Nisla, our dwarf gunstigator. We both use she/her pronoun. Cassie. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassie, uh, awesome Hylian across the internet. I am playing Morrigan, aka Mori, who is the Talarian monk of our party. She/her pronouns for both. And Shen. Hello, I am Shen. You can find me in Discord as Shen Yai. Well, I already expected it to happen, and a dead summoner loon. <laughs> dying. <laughs> yeah, you're not dying. dead yet. You're just not dying. Dying. matter. <laughs> this is a custom intro. We're, we're for this just episode. getting the uh, <laughs> the art done. We can't have you die just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that before the art's even done yet. Holding on to life. I just uh, I just paid. <laughs> Pastor shows up and yeah. he's being like, "No, not yet. You, you live a little longer." It's it's that uh, that Squid Games meme where the one guy is holding the other guy up with one hand when they were doing the, the red light, green light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time, our heroes had met up with a few other travelers outside of the first sub-boss. There were a number of other people that didn't want to go in there because they were too afraid and were just camping outside of it. But there was no fear in this party. Well, there was a bit. But they met up with two new people, Sapphire Moon and Elf Champion, who is a popular streamer and another person known as the Abyssal Inferno, a name that is the same as a band that went and disappeared three years ago, an orc bard. And everyone went in there. The fight started off strong and fast. And as they were going, Morgan managed to realize that each of the heads had a lot smaller of a health bar compared to the main body. So after some quick fighting, they the group started to get their groove going. But unfortunately, Loon's Eidolon had got a hoof stuck right through its chest, which unfortunately is also Loon's chest. So Loon went down. We are back into the fight Everyone's ready, good to go. We just had Loon's turn. So that brings us back up to top of the round, Morgan. Excellent. I had a thought. Since I am behind it, as well as up in the air, can I sneak up on it? I don't think you could sneak up on it, but... Because it, it is aware of your presence, and it does have three heads, so... I feel that's, like it would be able to move. You could at least make it flat-footed to um, either Sapphire or Houndman. Well, it should be flat-footed for both of them, yeah. so if they're on either side. Um, but right. we can do it if we line up yeah. more again. Um, mm. So if you take the the bloody space of Loon's <laughs> Eidolon, uh, the good luck spot, you could line up with Aki. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, either side you could line up, but so the the good luck spot is its butt. Uh, yeah, sure. Right, yes. right side of the butt. Good luck getting uh, a hoof out of your chest. Yeah. This will be come in from above. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with that in mind, we're going to move directly behind it mm-hmm. and come down out of the air, and I think we're going to 
go for the dragon head. Okay. And we're going to do a flurry of blows. What happens now? All right, roll those hits. So the first is a 24. That's a hit. And the second is a 21. Both hits. Excellent. Finally. (laughs) Finally, I get to freaking hit both. Maul this person. (laughs) Okay. Seven on the first. Nice. Seven on the second. So you go in two quick strikes on the dragon head as it's sort of dazed and looking around. It's it's trying to shake its head. (laughs) You hit it pretty good. And then is that uh, all of your actions or do you have one more still? I have one more still. Now is a pretty great time to break a finger. Oh, I could, well, but then I still get the... It's just an extra attack, basically, at your, your best attack. Oh, oh, that's right, it's at the best attack. Okay, yeah, let's do, let's, uh, so, we're still, we're still in midair, the arms are occupied, uh, so what's gonna end up happening here, and please forgive me mm-hmm. for this, is we're gonna do a little bounce, uh, with a wing slap, and the necklace is gonna pop up, and Morgan is gonna snap one of these fingers with her beak. And it is. Your mind is screaming. That's the best way to describe this. You're a human being. You are Vanessa. You do paperwork, a company that you hate. You go to meetings with your father, as you are well aware of the, the nepotistic qualities of your job. As you take in this human finger into your beak and snap it. The finger crumbles away to ash as you feel this just burst of energy. You all see this black light just lift around Morgan. So you're good to go. Here we go. I got ash in my mouth. (laughs) That is... This is gonna make me so sad. That's a 13... Hero point. You can re-roll. Hero point. I do have a hero point. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're going to use a hero point because I'm not... I'm not doing that for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't eat ash for nothing. (laughs) I refuse. I refuse. So that is going to be an 18. That's a hit. Excellent. There you go. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Tears streaming down my face where (laughs) we're rolling for dead. It's a three. We've got it. Damn it. Hey, you know what? You still you you managed to hit them. It looked like it wasn't gonna hit, and you sort of dived a little bit, just clipped it in the side of the head. <laughs> so the head is still up, but you do see you've more or less taken it to uh, about half hit points. So uh, you can all see this now, like the the health bar above the heads. You see the dragon one now is at like a yellow status. That's about fifty percent. So we go from Morgan to the creature's turn. Oh, wait, can we move? I'm going to move me right there. Oh, right, you still had to. So the goat just lets out uh, a classic goat scream. The one we all know and love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need everyone to, aside from Loon, to make me a will saving throw against fear. Which we get a plus one for uh, Inspire Courage. You do get a plus one. Okay, so that's a 14 for me. 22. 15. All right. So you're all okay. 
You don't have to use the, the special spells. <laughs> this fear just like emanates and it fills you for a second. As you're you clench up, you're looking at this creature, and then you're you're breathing a bit okay, and you, you feel like you're alright. As the, the the fear managed to dissipate as the goat head then lowers back down, the lion head goes and strikes out at Houndman, and the dragon head is going to try to snap at Morgan in the air. Fair. <laughs> oh, no. That is very different from a plus four. <laughs> oh, well, the other one is minus five, though, because it is a second attack. It's still a 24. Yeah. So it did not critical uh, Morgan. It was just a normal hit. Uh-huh. But I do believe if it didn't critical Houndman, I'd be so shocked. Yeah. Barbarians are low AC, high HP. Health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And he hasn't raged yet, so he doesn't get any damage reduction. <laughs> Doesn't even get that until, like, ninth level. Oh, shoot. Wow. All right. So, first, Morgan, you are taking 11 points of damage as this dragon head just bite right into you. <laughs> and just rip off a number of feathers, and uh, it is incredibly painful. It's plucking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that is a terrifying image. <laughs> and we see Houndman takes just a devastating hit as they are just, it drops, like you watch half their hit points just immediately disappear as this lion just bites right into them and is like shaking them around a bit. The, the creature now is, is staring at all of you, realizing that it's surrounded and just like, you know, making sounds towards all of you, roaring out. And it goes to the rest of the people. So try something a little bit different here. First, Amber Guardian is going to bring back Loon. Yeah, sounds good. Please do that. So, Loon, oh, well, you are brought back uh, 11 hit points. You are healed. As you feel this energy flow into you, your eyes flicker open as you see Amber looking down at you going, You gotta get up! I saw Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your leg? <laughs> oh wait, no, that's my hand. I'm glowing. I forgot. <laughs> I'm Jesus. Alright, and then goes and let's see here. It's just going to heal you again. Get your idol on. Back in there. And you get uh, four more hit points as Amber is then like turning towards the rest of the group. You see Hellman go, fuck this, as they they put their, uh, you watch their weapon just sort of like disappears and they jump up and they start grabbing onto the lion head and trying to like wrestle. They're just, they're done with this situation. So let's see them make this attack. So hot. So dumb. I believe it is their athletics. Eight. All right. So you see Houndman just jump onto this creature and just pull a Hercules as they are just like grappled on. They're compressing their arm. There's just this kobold. As they're pulling the head back, the lion's trying to bite, and they're, they're pulling it back further. So at the moment, the lion head is currently disabled while Houndman is dealing with it, and thus that breath weapon shall not be used next turn. And you see, like, Sapphire Moon's weapon glows as they, they go in for the swing, 
and uh, you watch like another once again another one of the hits uh actually two of the hits strike true and the third one misses Let's see what happens over here uh so you watch as its health is dropping and they actually manage to strike at the goat head so you watch as a, another 12 hit points is dropped off the goat head so it looks like that was about a third of its hp and then we go to right the bard don't forget the bard everyone forgets the bard i'd put that on a t-shirt all right t-shirt idea 23 <laughs> <laughs> all right uh how's everyone hit point wise i'm good i have five Ooh. 12 of 17 all right so they go and they they you know take out like they had their guitar going and they were before they were just strumming real hard and, like you know the music was just like just, just going and then they quickly switch into a nice melody as they're, they're playing this and you feel just this this wave just pass right through you morgan as you heal up you heal nine hit points as they cast soothe uh, when you cast spell, you gain a plus two status bonus to saves against mental effects for this duration. So against like, you know, fears, enchantments, that kind of stuff that's trying to affect you, you'll have a plus two against it. You feel this healing energy pulse right through you. Did they sustain uh, Inspire Courage? Oh, right. That's an action, right? Yeah, they have to spend an action until they um, get Lingering Composition. Okay. All right. And that's what they're going to do. So they just keep that up. So everyone continues to get that plus one. And we go from all there goes to Nisla. So I am going to start off with, uh, well, let's see if, uh, you know, devised stratagem works this time. Yes, that is a 14. Well, I rolled a 14. Uh, and then that with everything is a 22 to hit. For my second action. I mean, Susa hit. Uh, are you hitting anything in particular or just firing at it? Uh, I'm going to fire at one of the heads. Uh, which one? Um, Probably not the lion one. Yeah, not the lion one. Occupied. Um, like that. No, I got it. I think the dragon one is lowest. Yeah, I'm going to go up to the dragon one. Alrighty. That is a hit, so. Four, five damage. So you, you hit this head, and its health now is like moving into the red has you know the head itself looks pretty wounded the other uh the goat head is looking at it its eyes are like a little bit wide and i believe you still have one more action i have one more action and i am going to just spend it reloading my weapon okay so we go from nisla to akihiko akihiko had a moment of just like stunned seeing loon just like with a hole in in his chest mm. um but like visibly relaxes after seeing Amber go over there, but is still extremely mad at the creature as uh, the status condition of Cascade goes over his head. And you just kind of see like a more feral version of the cat uh, presence around him. Feral cat boy. Yeah. Uh, as he just looks extremely angry and just like wide swing with uh, reach on his weapon uh, as the cat claw comes down a mighty roar. Uh, as I'm going to cast Gouging Claw with my Spell Strike. Nice. Let's hope this works. That is a 17... Nope, that is not correct. 19 to hit. That hits. 
Excellent. Okay, so that is going to do a grand total of... Nice. Um, 18 points of bludgeoning damage from the strike itself, and then is going to take six points of slashing damage from the gouging claw. So you hit... I imagine you're hitting the dragon head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hit this dragon head, and you watch as it just roars out in pain and just slumps down. And you see, like, the energy go all the way down from the red to nothing. And the remainder of the damage you watch is passed off to the other two heads as, like, their health bars start retreating a bit. Uh, Is there any other moves, Akiko? That's all of my moves. And we go to Loon. Loon, you are alive. (laughs) Oh, I'm alive. (laughs) Uh, Summon Eidolon, I guess. That's the move. I believe when you summon them, you can move them. Yes. Your Adolon is back. X off of it. How far can you... I think you summon it right near you, right? Yep. Okay. So the Adolon appears right near you. Loon 1.1, back in the flesh. Or spirit composition? It's there. Back in the light. (laughs) Uh, And they are looking at you. And they're also looking at themselves like, oh. (laughs) They're realizing they're not dead. And they look at you as like, what should we do? 1.1 Loon with just the look of disappointment. You did this to me. <laughs> Why, father? Why? You're so irresponsible. <laughs> what have you done? Oh, wait. Summoning the 1.1 takes three turns. That's right. Three actions. When you... But you get a free move action for it. Yeah. Mm. You get a free move action for summoning it. Oh. I guess... We just do the double movement. He goes behind the dragon near Morrigan, and Loon just goes near Abyssal Inferno. One of... Only it can be moved. You cannot. Oh, it. Okay. And then it goes beside Morrigan. So your Eilon is, is rushing back into the fray beside Morrigan. The, the one head now is like on the ground, dead. As the other two heads are looking at, like at the all of you as they're starting to snap back. So the fight is starting to slowly turn. We go from Loon back to Morgan. Okay. We're going to key strike the goat. I think that's the move here. That's another t-shirt idea. Because I'm doing nothing for damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to do the flurry of blows with the key strike. Mm-hmm. And the first one is a 12. That is a miss, yeah. Second one is a 22. That's it, yeah. Alright, so we missed the first one, but I get an extra d6 of damage, so it's fine. That is 10. 10 damage. You punch that goat. Uh, You you just hit it right in the head, your other strike misses, uh, and now its hit points are in the red. As this, this goat is starting to look woozy, it's just sort of moving back and forth. Okay. I don't really want to move anywhere, so I'm just going to try and hit it again. Oh, yeah. That is a 15. 15 is a miss. So just another swing and a miss as we move to the creature's turn. So the one head is trying to get Houndman off of it, but unfortunately cannot, as this kobold is just like, no. You're not going anywhere. I got you for three minutes of pain. You know, it's just <laughs> holding back. This lion is starting to look a little freaked out as it's like, how is this possible? 
what does this mean? Am I dead? And the goat in that turn is going to try to snap at Sapphire Moon at them and then try to let out another roar. So first it's going to roll. Well, it's a miss. So the, the Sapphire Moon brings up her shield. It just clangs off of it as it's looking around terrified. It lets out another goat scream. <coughs> Everyone make me another will saving throw. That's going to be a 17 for me. I'm going to use a hero point on that. 16. Um, 21. 15. Okay, so you all managed to save yourselves from this, just like this wave of fear that, and now the creature is starting to look panicked. You're all getting invigorated. You can do this. You can take this creature out. And it goes from the creature's turn to Nisla. So I am going to... Yeah, we'll start off uh, with devising stratagem. Not great. Nine. I think it only gets me to, like, a 16... No, 17. Okay. I guess, would it be flat-footed against you? 17 works, though. I mean, if I move... Because uh, I don't have to instantly attack. Because my other idea was... Uh, if, it's seven, if 17 might get me with that, um, I'll free action, drop, the, drop my gun, and spend an action to... I forgot I had labeled the sub-boss as a part of my pursuit lead. So I can devise it mm. as, I can devise a stratagem as a free action. So this does work. So I am going to, as a free action, do that. And then first action, uh, and another free action to drop my gun. First action, pull out my sword from my sword cane, which is a parasol. I don't think I've ever mentioned that. Love it. And then spend the second action to move up. And then the third action to attack with that, which is a 17. So you hit this creature. Yes. I imagine you're going for the goat head? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. That is 10 damage. Nice. You take out the goat. <laughs> Your parasol just strikes forward, the blade coming out of it as you stab right into this goat head and it lets out this bellow and falls down to the ground. Now it's just the lion. You see damage then start shifting towards the lion as it, it moves and you see it like chip away a bit. It's still in the green. Uh, you do notice that every time you took out a head, a large chunk of the health of the main body was going down. And so now the body, it looks like it's in the red. So uh, we go from Nissa to Akihiko. He kind of uh, switches his staff into this kind of like meditative pose. Like he's on one leg uh, holding out the staff in one hand, kind of like in a prayer mode as the status for not being able to use spell strike goes away, which is his first action. And his second action is just going to be one more big gouging claw arc down onto the lion's head. Mm. That is a grand total of... 17 to hit, mm -hmm. but it's also being flanked, so I'm not sure. That probably is not going to lower its uh, AC to a critical hit. Also being grappled, I believe. Uh, so that is going to be a grand total of 27 points of damage. Woo! Oh my goodness. It is so close. Damn it! <laughs> It is, you watch, it just goes all the way down. You're like, yes, 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 yes. And boom, it's, it's still there. And the, the, the lion is roaring as it, it's trying to move Houndman off. And Houndman is just screaming at it. The, you know, the guitar is just like raging in the background as all of you are just screaming it while you're fighting. You're all just 
people from Seattle who are now <laughs> in this fight as just screaming, attacking a giant magical creature. <sighs> and uh, we go from Akihiko to Loon. It's a Loon. <laughs> kill this thing, Loon! You can finally turn the tables. Kill it, kill it. If I miss it, though, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, you should, you should totally cast magic. You should do magic as the last one. <laughs> what spells do you have? I have spells? You should, 100%. You have spells. You have definitely two cantrips at the very <laughs> <Yes>. least. <laughs> Can strike with your Eidolon right now. So I just go with an unarmed fist with my Eidolon. Well, this works. Back in that lucky spot. Yep. <laughs> Remember, it's a plus seven to hit. Twenty-five. There you go. Roll that damage. An unarmed fist is uh, six damage. So rears back this creature. It's just roaring out. Everybody's screaming. And your Eidolon goes back into the lucky spot, jumps up, and this tendril just springs forward. As you described before, it's like a spring arm, and it just bursts through the neck of the lion. Blood sprays everywhere. You're all screaming, the creature's screaming, and it just bursts into pixels. And this text appears, Subboss defeated. Greetings, air travelers, it's me, Wingover Kimbrel, famous gnome bad, and welcome back to the Inn of the Seven Dice. Oh, travelers, it's an early one today, or is it a late one? When you're traveling through time, you can never really tell, so I'm just tired. I'm always tired. Oh, is this getting old? Oh, I don't like that. I'm a ripe age of 160, or is it 170? I don't know, I'm losing track. It's fine, I'm gonna figure out something to deal with all that. Maybe there's a strange stone or a cream. Alright, so travelers, we have a few exciting things going on, but I'm going to allow our guests to get a few words in about all of this while I sit down and make myself a cup of tea. Take it away, Lucas. Thanks, Wingover. So... Dear travelers, I wanted to talk about a few exciting things that have happened and or are happening. The first off is a gigantic milestone. We have hit 100,000 downloads. You have been listening to our stuff. You've been enjoying it, consuming all the media we've been putting out there in the tubes. And we all just want to say here from Ballad of the Seven Dice, thank you so much for giving our story listen, for helping elevate us to this point, because, I mean, we literally could not have done this without all of you listening along and hopefully enjoying the story that we've been telling. It is absolutely mind-blowing, and you better believe we celebrated. I can't believe that we hit that point. Honestly, I wasn't ever sure if we would, because, you know, podcasting's a fun business. But the fact that we hit it was absolutely mind-blowing. And thank you all so much, because you helped contribute to that. Other thing I'd like to say is, hooray, we did it, we broke our goal. 
Uh, we have 42 reviews now on Spotify. Hell yeah. So appeasing those outer creatures. If you want to toss some reviews towards us on Spotify, help us hit that 45. That's our next goal. Help us hit there. Maybe we'll have something cool happen. Maybe uh, we'll work on like some one-shot, stuff like that. Uh, another announcement is we have wrapped up our two-year streaming campaign, Rise of Nyarlathotep, and are going to be starting up a Lancer game, uh, Nostradamus Corporation's Phantom Ice. So if you like Lancer, if you like the Nostradamus Corporation, if you want to hear some cool sci-fi stuff, we are going to be running that mid-April. It's going to go from like 8 to 12 sessions. That's kind of like our new thing now we're going to try to stick to. Try and yeah that's going to be our next stream campaign but it will also be up on youtube so if you don't want to be you know catching it live on tuesdays at 6 30 p.m cst you could check out youtube uh, also when youtube music finally swings around having uh, podcasts on there i believe we will be able to transfer all of our streamed audio over to being podcasts so if you want to hear more battle of the seven dice goodness more campaigns that we've been running check that out uh it's going to be very exciting i just want to let you all know so there's a lot of potential new battle of the seven dice podcast content coming your way once youtube music throws us a bone all right those are the three exciting things i want to talk about and i will hand it back over to Wingover to bring you some fun facts Thank you very much. That's why the people come here. They want to hear the fun facts. All right. So, new fun fact. ST3v3 is one of the very first adoptions of using a virtual intelligence when working with corporations. A lot of people originally criticized the Nostradamus Corporation for adopting ST3v3 not only as their mascot, but an assistant VI. They believed that VI should remain in things like finances, medical assistance, education, and all that good stuff. They should be there to assist humans in these things, not have it for a little bit of like a corporate gig. But nonetheless, Nostradamus Corporation strove forward, and now ST3v3 is, some would say, the most successful VI that has been launched. They are in every single one of the branches for the Nostradamus Corporation, as well as they even help out with things like some press releases or big fun PR events, where they have ST3v3 in the robotic form actually march out onto stage or go up to the podium and give a statement. A lot of fun for people. A lot of people like ST3v3. The merch is selling, baby. So, that's a fun fact about your 2050 Seattle world. Alright, dear travelers. Uh, if you would like to support the show, do head on over to our Patreon. Let's pay what you want. Lots of extra goodies on there, and the funds go towards supporting the show through hosting, sound effects, music, artwork, all that good stuff, even equipment. And if you want to have another way to help us out, then there is also iTunes and Spotify review. It is incredibly helpful. All right, let's go turn on this radio. Last time it bit my finger. It should be fine this time. Oh, almost got me again. And... Yeah. 
The Dice Girls have wrapped up their campaign and we're going on a new adventure with a new DM. Like, really new. Yep, she's brand new to DMing and not nervous at all. Does anyone have a reason why we should not play this game? Because <laughs> I'm open for anything. <laughs> I mean, she's totally prepared for this. She planned out absolutely everything. Yeah, where are we? Oh, I didn't come up with a name. Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> this is Los Angeles, but the locals call it L.A. <laughs> And she knows that us, her players, we're going to take it easy on her. No shenanigans, no giving her a hard time or anything like that. Sit, she says, gesturing to the kitchen table. Are there chairs? There's the four table. chairs. Yeah, there's four chairs. I can sit on the table, but... So, yeah, come listen to us learn how to play Quest. We're the Dice Girls, and we definitely know what we're doing. All right, we are back. Oh, what fun ads are. Everyone loves a good ad. It's like, oh, it's a moment for me to run and go get some more chips. That's what we love. All right, so, dear travelers, we're diving back into the story again. So I hope you are ready for this tale. Here we go, travelers. Nothing bad will happen, I'm sure. I bid you all adieu. And you watch as your names, like there's this pillar that just starts lifting out of the ground. And your names start being etched in it. The first people to defeat the sub-boss. Just leaning on the staff, breathing hard after all the adrenaline. But then, like, realizes, oh, crap, Sapphire Moon is here. She's probably streaming. And, like, stands up and, like, dusts himself off. And just like, yeah, this was easy. Totally easy. As, like, his tail is just, like, flitting back and forth. It's just all with all of that adrenaline still going. Yeah, just like, holy fuck. Just sort of like the <laughs> thing where it's just like adrenaline gives out and I just kind of collapse backwards. We did it. We did it. We did it. Houndman is just, woo! Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, second time wrestling a lion, second time winning. Yes! No, Morgan, I don't think it's going to be quite as celebratory. She's going to land and like just this thunderous look on her face going, that was the sub boss? The sub boss. Level one. Sub, sub boss. And she's just going to be really upset at the whole situation. It's like inarticulate at the fact that we're all stuck here. And this is the level of obstacle that's being put forth at such an early stage. You see this, like, flash across each of you, and it says, level up. As you each hit your second level, you watch as, like, these... You're kind of, like, trying to (laughs) regain composure as you each gain 100 gold pieces. You each gain two potions of minor healing. Hell yeah. You see, uh, shared in the group, one of the items drop is the Chimera's Mask. Mm. When you check it out, it says for the victors, the, the first ones to defeat the Chimera, you now claim its power. Once per day, you can put on this mask and use one of the Chimera's breath weapons. Fear, the fire, or darkness, which the lion never got to use. <laughs> 
great. <laughs> it had like a blind fight that it was going to be able to do, but that never happened. Mmm, that would have been nasty. Yep. There are also two other magic items that are required through this. You got the delivery whale pops up. It's this uh, tiny whale that floats around and it has a void stomach. It can take items back to the city of Carcosa. It can carry up to anything that doesn't exceed 2,500 pounds. You also get the kinetic redistribution gloves. After three strikes, it builds up enough energy within it that you are able to make a bonus attack up to 15 feet away as an unarmed strike, and it deals an additional D6 of force damage. Great for the monk. Mm, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, for the Void Whale, we could just kind of share it. Whoever wants to keep have it in their inventory. Um, and then uh, for the mask, if one of our melee people want to take it, yeah, it'd actually be really great for you. Uh, yeah, like uh, the you just watch Akihiko kind of go over to it and just kind of like look at it, just like stars in his eyes and then just like realizes, oh, God, there are people watching me. <clears throat> um, I, uh, I I'd really I think that I'd be the best person suited to using the mask uh, as I have dark vision and uh, other ways of utilizing it. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're good. I'll hold on to the the whale, and we can just use it as as necessary. And what is the weapons that everyone uses? I have my gun and my sword cane. Okay. Regular staff. Regular staff. And loon? Staff. Your staff as well. Okay. We'll say there is a masterwork staff that is there. <laughs> I can hit people a little harder with this. <laughs> it's a plus one staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd be able to hit people. Yeah, I mean, go for it if it's go for it. I'm kind of I'm kind of a hybrid support range person. Mm-hmm. Lucas, uh, remind me what the damage thing is for the gloves. So after you do three strikes, whether they're hits or misses, it builds up an additional one that so you can make a bonus action strike that can be up to 15 feet away, and it deals an additional 1d6 of force damage. So you you all are, are taking a moment to breathe. You see that you all leveled up. Like there's there's some items that are being distributed. A lot of money is being passed around. As you you each gain a hundred gold pieces from this, and the ground starts rumbling a bit uh, once more. We see underneath your feet the sigil appears. It is a large three tendrilled sigil. That looks much like the shape of the city itself. It's yellow. It has like one tendril going, hooking over, and then two tendrils that are hooking towards each other, and then uh, one spot in the center. And you see a little uh, bubble pop up that says you can use this to travel back to town. And then this diamond uh, appears near the tree, and you see that it lets people challenge this boss again if they want to. Because it's an MMO, right? Yeah. Right. It is a video game. There are people poking their heads in. You won? Yeah. Uh, and Akihiko kind of just like points around. Obviously, there's nothing here. We won. <laughs> people start, like, there's some people that fold their knees crying. So there are people going, we can do this. This game is beatable. <laughs> it's possible. We can go home. <laughs> we, we <laughs> can do this. <laughs> 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 
Morgan and Akihiko, I think, are just like, standing each other, just sassy hips out all the way. People are watching from the stream. <laughs> well, I mean, do we want to go back to town? Do we have anything we need to do in town? We did get a lot of money in. It might be worth investing it back into some of our equipment. I will say, you all, like, after this, you know, traveling through the swamp for a number of hours, fighting things constantly, and then fighting this thing, just, like, the pure adrenaline of it all, you are all barely wiped out. Yeah, then I guess we should, I keep forgetting, we need to actually sleep. Sleep is good. We have over 100 gold each, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much was a house? Wasn't it 500? Do we have to have a guild before we can have a house? Two guild was what, what, 100 gold? A guild was 100 gold, mm -hmm. and the house it was quite a bit more. A guild house, I think, was over 1,000. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. To buy a guild house, it's 5,000, but just to buy a regular residential house, it's 3,000. Okay. Well, we're still a long ways off, but... All right, well, yeah, let's... Let's go back to town and get ready for the big guns. And if any that is any indication, points where the thing used to be. <laughs> and this uh, this mask, we've got a lot of statuses to get through. Yep. Bissell Inferno puts their guitar axe on their back. You all did good out there. You ever need someone to help you out in the field of battle? Call me up. Friend request. Yeah, friend request. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, sending friend requests like with a sh with a shaking finger. <laughs> Everyone just uh, hitting those friend requests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh, is this what they meant when they said to network? Yes, yes. <laughs> this is the perfect this adventure networking right here. And, and make sure to also uh, you know get one from Sapphire Moon and you know just being like if you it also goes both ways if you need help with anything just you know hit us up. Mm-hmm. Mm. I appreciate it, and thank you for letting us come with you. I mean, we, we definitely um, we definitely needed the help. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be floundering in this game that are going to be running blind, and I'm going to do my best to try to get people in action and actually start fighting, start doing things properly, because people are just dying. I mean, and they open up their menu, and you see the players online. And before... There was 10,856 players remaining, but a number of people not only have been dying from just random mobs and like trying to, trying to fight out there, but there's been people who've been trying to take on this sub-boss. So, 184 more people have been slain. Oh, that's not good. Maybe we could do some more math. Do the math for me? No. Rude. <laughs> that brings us to 10,672. Hmm. Right now, you're imagining Derek's mother is probably freaking out. Uh, not so much for Derek, but, you know, for uh, the sake of their job. And there's probably a lot of people who are freaking out about family members and all that stuff. But you all go to this sigil, and you access it it's like everybody's sent each other friend requests you see now like you have this little thing there saying like what level everyone is and all that and and you all just tap on to the go home and there is a flash and a feeling of weightlessness as you are staring into this great 
empty expanse. You see rocks floating in the air further away, like bits of broken buildings and all that, like just floating in this empty void. And then you are suddenly back in the city and you hear just the commotion of the city around you. There's other players walking around. If you are like looking like, oh, I only got like 10 gold left. It's like, you know, some people are walking past you and you are in the city square. Did anyone else see that? The, the buildings in the void where the used to be. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I think I, I saw something. I think. Well, uh, anyways, let's, um, let's go find a place to sleep and eat and, yeah, eat. Yeah. Eat. Sleep, eat, uh, upgrade. I gotta get that taste of that ashy finger out of my mouth. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Still can't feel my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a, a good thing. <laughs> There's some lingering numbness. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Akihiko will look over at uh, the three of them, but mostly at <laughs> the Abyssal Inferno and Halman. It's just like, you're more than welcome to, like, uh, hand on his head to join us for dinner. It's the beginning of a blush starting to come across his cheeks. Oh. I'd love to. You know, and uh, they they start leading the way, and uh, they're they're all walking with you. You're wandering through the town. You can hear a lot of people, like just random chatter. Some people are complaining about how much money they have left. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to go get more money? Uh, you know, and they're they're talking, and there's other people wa- like coming back in, and they look a lot more like they they got that thousand yard stare. Like they've probably seen another a number of people die down there. Maybe the people they were traveling with died down on the first floors. They're going to like vendors and exchanging things and buying things and you walk by and there are a number of taverns in this place you do see i will list out a few of these so we have the unarmed cucumber tavern we have the honorable beavers tavern the aromatic goose the salty spittoon those are the ones that you see i vote aromatic goose Aromatic goose does sound good. Mm, why not? Sure. Oh, well, actually, you know what? I think this is the moment where uh, the his fancy senses start kicking in and he just start, starts sniffing the air. Does the aromatic goose kind of have like a, a good food wafting out? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. And you're all hungry. You didn't realize it. it's been hours since you ate. And you've been very physical, like just running around everywhere. And your brain... It's in this game, right? Your brain believes this is my body. This is what I'm doing. So it's trying to tell you, we must be hungry. You smell that food and it smells so good. To the aromatic goose. The aromatic goose. Yeah, we going. I'm going to engage in some bird cannibalism. Hey, birds do it all the time. So. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a bad thing. (laughs) It's just what's about to happen. We are just recognizing. Yeah. So you, you come in there, and there are a number of, you see regular Carcosians are in here, and they're, they're clinking glasses, and like they're, they're chatting and laughing. You see uh, there are a number of other travelers in here as well, other players. And they are, some of them are sitting, they're eating, and like just talking. Some of them look really troubled. 
and are sitting at a table alone because they're just staring forward forever. You know, and there's there's all all sorts of people in here. You do see there is one bard who's just up there at the at the top. You see that, that they look to be a player, and they hold up this glass, and then uh, you see a number of the other Carcosians start joining, and some of the other players go in, and the crowd of them are singing, "I've never met a hero, I've never met a mage, I've never changed the minds of men, for I am not a sage." I've never been to foreign docks, but I bet they're all the same. And in all the tales that a joyman tell, you'll never hear my name. And everyone just starts clapping and applauding, and they're, they're all having a good time. And it seems like, although there are some troubled people in here, the atmosphere is pretty good. Bang on karaoke, Lucas. Yep. Thank you. That was a song from Betrayal from Antro that I played when I was like eight, and it's been in my head ever since. Oh. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious I look at everyone else and just being like you think you get drunk? Yes. In game? Like Akihiko just like has a moment of just like I oh oh you want to get drunk? Houndman looks at all of you hell yeah I do. Yeah and I'm a lightweight <laughs> hollow bones is not going to take that long for me. <laughs> hey yo. Uh, I'm just honestly curious, because, like, it, we're experiencing all of these other sensations, like, we get drunk. Well, obvious, obviously, uh, if you're all going to experiment, I, at best, experiment with you all. <clears throat> I'm not saying we get trashed or anything, it's just we all have a couple of drinks and see how we feel. I volunteer to be the one to get trashed, says Houndman. <laughs> I am brave <laughs> enough to step forward a- Slayer of the, the mighty Chimera, we can... You go, buddy. And uh, you see, as you're all sitting down, Sapphire Moon waves over a person, and this goose Marion comes on over. Hello! What can I get all of you? The best food you, on, you have in the place. And drinks for everyone. Of course, yes! Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Of course. And it takes no time at all. The drinks and food are out in front of you. You taste the food and it is absolutely wonderful. And you're hitting, like, you know, you feel it go into your stomach. Like You feel like you're being replenished. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you look at the drinks, all of you, curious, as you're, you're picking it up. You can smell it. You know, there's, like, a bit of fizz coming off of, like, some of them, depending on what you got. And everyone takes a swig of their drinks and you taste it. And, like, you, know, you also feel, like, a bit of that burn. You feel a bit of that head rush. Akihiko, it is your first time ever drinking. Uh, you feel like you're... Anything probably stronger than, like, an apple juice. Yeah, <laughs> you feel like your face flush. As all of you 100% confirm, yes, you can get drunk in Carcosa Online. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say right now, Morrigan is going to get wasted with whoever else is gonna get wasted i will succumb to peer pressure and see how my rolls do yeah everyone is you know they're just grabbing drinks how about you loon uh no one knows i'm underage <laughs> they just get to the mega pint and jugs <laughs> yeah, roll with it you're old enough to die in carcosa online you're old <laughs> enough to drink yeah that's right i'm gonna die first i'm gonna eat now <laughs> <laughs> That's right, that's right. Houndman is drinking and he's gonna stupidly try and match him for drink for drink and is going 
to say and do things that he would never do in a sober mind. Mm, the, <laughs> the anxiety the next day will be immense. As you all are, you're all drinking, you're having fun. People, word is starting to circulate around going, they're the ones that took out the sub boss. And like people are coming up, they're congratulating you, they're buying you drinks. Like it is just a great mood. Uh, it was a little bit of a downer when you saw that, you know, there was a hefty amount of people that, uh, that died while they were playing. But right now, you are being hailed. It's like, these are the heroes. These are, look at that. They showed us. We can do this. We can win. And everyone's cheering and drinks are like all being bought. You're getting a lot of like drinks and everything bought for you. Basically, you didn't have to pay a dime while you're in here. There's everybody is cheering you on as the ones who are like ray of hope that is uh, coming to them. Heck yeah. You all uh, end up staying the night here at the tavern. You're all getting some rest. And when the, the morning rolls around, you are expecting a hangover. You're waiting for it. The light peeks through the curtains. Open up your eyes. And you're okay. These bodies are damn powerful. That's a bad precedent for Akiko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Akiko and Loon. <laughs> this... All of the fun and none of the repercussions. Yeah. That's right. You can be thrown through a literal uh, you know, like stone wall and survive, so your body is okay enough to not get a hangover. That's excellent. I love it. <laughs> okay, I was going to be like, I think I, I would love it if Akihiko was like an affectionate drunk. Oh, 100%. Like, he he says things that are very sad, but he's also <laughs> so he's just like, I've never had a friend before in my life. You're my new friends now. Yeah. I would do anything for you. You all wake up and you're you're feeling good and you you go to like talk to one another. You like you see like the the sun is rising and you all hear a strange sound, but a familiar one to Akihiko. of you fall unconscious as you hit the ground you hear sounds of medical equipment i i think that there's a terror on his face yeah <laughs> terror on everyone's face yeah oh my gosh Escaping Carcosa is brought to you by the Ballad of the Seven Dice Network. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Ballad of the Seven Dice. Supporting our Patreon helps us pay for the show, such as hosting, equipment, and additional content for you to enjoy. Our Patreon is pay what you want. It contains behind-the-scenes footage, audio dramas, one-shots, and more. You can also head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps us fight against the horrors of the algorithm. Until next time, dear travelers, keep an eye out for that yellow side.